Welcome to the DRM Podcast. I am your host, Eddie, and today we have a special guest. We have Josue Ibarra, who will be continuing our series on My Rhythm, His Grace. Josue, take it away. All right, what's up, everyone? Um, I'm so honored to be on Deeply Rooted Ministries podcast. Um, I actually remember being at Hungry Bear with a group of other guys, and we got to sign some papers actually finalizing this ministry. Um, I just want to take a minute just to appreciate Eddie. Uh, For those who uh, already know Eddie and have been listening to the podcast know that Eddie is resilient. He has a jaw of iron. He is faithful. He is funny. He's handsome. He's pretty awesome, well-rounded kind of guy. Um, I just deeply appreciate him uh, as the pastor of ministries of Freedom Church. He's been so faithful uh, to the church. He has been one of the guys I can count on on taking weight off of, um, you know, leaders, and he's definitely carried a lot of weight. I'm a heavy dude, okay, so uh, he's definitely carried a lot of weight, and so I appreciate you, Eddie, for everything that you've done, and just thank you for allowing me to be here with you on the podcast. So anyways, uh, we're talking about this series, um, My Rhythm, His Grace. And when Eddie told me about it, um, I mean, first off, if you haven't listened to his uh, episode, I believe it's episode number seven, I encourage you to go back and check it out so you can get the context of really what's being shared in this series. Um, In My Rhythm, His Grace, when I was listening to it for myself as well, I couldn't help remind me of something that a mentor once told me. I asked him, this mentor, because uh, he does a lot of things. He has a high capacity. And for those who are listening, I know you guys are high capacity folks or you want to grow as high capacity folks. And so with that, one of the things I've asked him is just, well, how? How do you manage or take care of all these different things? And he gave me three words. And that's what I really want to share with you guys today. It's focused rhythm momentum. I'm going to say it again. Focused rhythm momentum. So what Eddie was talking about, uh, you know, last week was about sometimes we can have our, our rhythms, you know, and then we fall out of them and we get kind of, you know, at a loss, which, you know, no condemnation, no worries. We've all been there. But what we want to talk about is how we get back into those rhythms. And this is really important, especially for a season in my life. I just got married and there's some decisions and some things that I'm moving and changing in um, because my focuses or what um, me and my wife have called our priorities this year have changed. And so for those who may have fallen out of rhythm or if there's something that's out of focus, what we need to do is come back into that. Like if you ever looked at a photo and it's blurred, a lot of times it's blurred is because it's out of focus. So right now, for those who are listening and you feel like life right now is in a blur, it's because we're just simply out of focus. And so what we're going to talk about is getting back in focus. And I think one way we can do that is by talking about focus, rhythm, momentum. So let's break that down real quick. Focus, rhythm, momentum. Let's talk talk about focus. You know, there are things that the Lord has called us to focus in. I found myself when I am not in focus or if I feel distracted or if I feel like, man, it's really hard to to get in rhythm, a lot of times we can't get into rhythm is, is because we're not focused. So with that, how do we get back into focus? 
Well, first thing, we just need to get back to what the Lord has called us to do. You know, um, I've had times of frustrations. I've had times of uh, unclarity or unsureness, or again, like I was saying, things were blurred in my vision. But what helped me was getting back into focus on what God told me. So what that means is, uh, for example, you know, when I first came out here to Colorado, man, I would always, you know, commit to things and then, um, you know, cancel. I was one of those guys, all right? Like, yo, let's go hang out. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll hang out. Actually, no. <laughs> or, you know, I had one of my friends, uh, she yelled at me because uh, she was going on this uh, date and, you know, we all agreed like, oh, you know, a group of us friends were going to come and, so it wouldn't be awkward, right? And I, I mean, in all attention now, I'm an extrovert, so I always like hanging out with folks. But I was like, yeah, you know, I'll be there. But then I realized I had overcommitted to things. Anyways, I ended up ditching them and not being a part of that group. And it just ended up being them. And it ended up being like an awkward date. So anyways, I remember getting reamed because it's like, so sway, so you said you were going to be there. What the heck? And I remember the Lord had to deal with me because it got to a place of, it started being affected in my work. It started being affected in my church I was volunteering at. Started being affected in the school I was going to. And so all these things, what was happening is I was out of, focus. I wasn't focused. I didn't have priorities in my life. And so the first thing I would say, if you're out of rhythm right now and you're, you're, you don't have the grace for rhythm, lean into his grace. And what I mean by that is lean into his relationship and lean into his direction. One thing I'll challenge you with right now is ask God, God, what is the focus of my life right now? For some, it could be going to school. For some, it could be serving in church. For some, it could be growing in your skill sets. For some, it can be uh, advancing in your job. You know, ask God, God, what is my focus right now? What is my priority? You know, and again, the reason we build up priorities is because if you, if everything is a priority, then nothing is a priority. But if you have something that the Lord is saying right now in this season, this is your priority in your life, then you can, can begin to start building rhythms out of that. So again, if you're out of focus, it's more than likely it's because you're not, you don't have clear priorities. So we're going to build on this focus, rhythm, momentum, right? So the way we get in focus is seek the Lord. What is, what is my priority? Isaiah chapter 30, verse uh, 21 says that there's going to be a still small voice behind you in your ear that says, this is the way walk ye in it. What is the Lord telling you right now saying, this is the way, walk ye in it. Right now, like I said, just getting married, my priorities have changed. And there are some changes that have been challenging for me because I've been so used to going in this direction. But the Lord has so constantly put in my, my heart, this is the way, walk ye in it. Let me give you another example, another story that you can better relate to is maybe Joseph. You know, Joseph, he had this dream of, man, he, he is the top guy, you know, that his brothers were going to bow down before him. But then he gets sold into slavery. But man, I believe that the whole time, you know, the reason Joseph wasn't out of focus or he didn't lose priority is because he stayed with the priority of what he was in front of him. God was telling him, this is the way, walk ye in it. What do I mean? Joseph became the best slave. He wasn't out of sight. He wasn't uh, complaining about anything. He was in focus. 
His priority right now, what was in front of him is, I'm enslaved, so guess what? I'm going to be the best slave. Fast forward. Becomes, you know, promoted. He grows. Then, boom, falls into uh, prison. This is the way. Walk ye in it. Check this out. That was his priority. Okay, that's where he's at right now. If I'm in prison, then by God, I'm going to be the best prisoner. This is the way. Walk ye in it. He was faithful. He was focused. He followed those rhythms. And again, in that, it brought him to another place where he can be under Pharaoh. I just want to encourage you, if right now you're not focused, you need to come back and say, God, tell me what is the way so I can walk in it. And let me just say, when we make our rhythms out of his rhythms, his rhythms of grace, man, I'm telling you, it's going to be so much better. So Joseph followed after the, the priorities that were in front of him. He leaned into the grace that empowered him to do those priorities. And he heard God say, this is the way walking in it. So that's why I encourage you guys to do in that. Find your priority. And in that, you will find your focus. All right. So when you have a focus, then what comes from that is rhythms, right? Focus, rhythm, momentum. If you don't have momentum, it's probably because you don't have a rhythm. If you don't have rhythm, it's probably because you're not focused. Coming back to rhythm, what is rhythm? Rhythm is a repeated thing that is that has a clear movement. Let me give you an example. Listen, uh, I know I'm totally going to bug Eddie in his ears right now, okay? But this is out of rhythm, if you can hear that, right? But check this out. Why does that sound tight right now? I know some of you are probably bop, bopping your heads, you know, getting getting wild with off that beat, right? What is it? It's it's a it's a rhythm. It's a rhythm. It sounds good. It's crisp. It's clean. You can follow it. I mean, you can do this with me, right? You can follow alongside with me. There's a rhythm in that, and man, you can get a you know the famous one is. You know, stomp, stomp, clap, stomp, stomp, clap, right? We used to do that for school rallies, and it'd be wild because everyone would be wilding out. Stomp, stomp, clap, right? We will, we will rock you, right? It created a synergy within our group because it was a rhythm that was easy to follow. What am I saying is that wherever God has called you to focus on, so like give you an example for this year, one of my priorities is health, Right? So in that, out of that, if the health is one of my priorities, then I'm creating rhythms and boundaries out of that. So one of my rhythms is getting up in the morning and going to the gym. One of my rhythms is eating what my wife makes and not buying food all the time, right? So when Eddie's like, yo, let's go Taco Bell, it's like, I love you. I just can't because that's not a part of my priority, right? So the rhythm that I'm living is going to the gym and also eating healthier right? When you realize what your focus or what your priorities are, you can begin then and put rhythms in place. So one of the things that I encourage you is, um, is with this quote, is that you don't decide your outcomes. You decide your habits and your habits decide your outcomes, right? Let me say that again. You don't decide your outcomes. You decide your habits and your habits decide your outcomes, there's going to be something in your life that you have to create into a habitual habit or a rhythm. 
right? And I love what Eddie said uh, last week too. It's okay to get disrupted. It's not a bad. It's not a bad thing, you know. Um, I think sometimes you can go on the other extreme where you're so focused that, you know, you ignore the person next to you. And that's not the case. I'm, I'm not saying that. But there is, if you're going to see momentum in your life, you do have to have rhythms in place. And when you get to a point of knowing your priority, setting rhythms around that, I'm telling you, you're going to see something that's powerful. And that's what, we're, what we end up calling momentum, Right. Let me give you scriptural context to that. In Matthew chapter 25, verse 23, this is what uh, Jesus is talking about, the uh, uh, leader who gave out talents to his servant. You know, he gave one, uh, one talent, one two, and one five, according to their capacity or their uh, ability, right? And it's a powerful passage in Matthew 25. But in verse 23, this is where he, he responds back to the person with five talents. He says, well done, thy good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with the little. Now I will make you rule over much more. Right? He will give them more. Powerful. Because what that shows me is faithfulness, in other words, a rhythm. In my podcast, I have an episode called The Non-Sexy Things. Right? The non-sexy things sometimes are those rhythms. You know, um, an overnight success. I love this quote by Ray Kroc. He says, I was an overnight success. It just took 30 years long. That night was just 30 years long, right? When you're faithful to the non-sexy things, when you're faithful to the rhythm, what you're going to end up finding is that you're going to see the momentum come to life. When you're faithful to living a quiet life in rhythm, Right? We see someone who loses weight and we're like, whoa, astonished. But what were they doing? They were faithful to the rhythm of going to the gym and dieting. You see someone who makes a lot of money. It's like, whoa, it's impressive. Wow. They were faithful to the rhythm of learning their skills and bettering themselves. When you see someone who gets promoted at work, it's like, whoa, like that just happened out of nowhere. They were faithful to the rhythm of growing as leaders and serving and serving. So what am I saying? Whatever priority that God has told you, create a rhythm out of that. Out of your rhythms should come boundaries. I was just talking with someone, you know, they were saying that um, they have a hard time, you know, with their roommates because the roommates always want to play games. And here's the deal. It's okay to play games. It's okay to have fun. It's okay to relax. Okay. Um, I love something that Daniel Bennett says. He says, uh, you know, it's important to life that we take the mission seriously, but not ourselves. You know, don't take yourself too seriously. It's okay to hang out and, and be friendly. But the thing is what he needed to create in his life was a rhythm. What are his priorities? Because out of those priorities, I can create a rhythm and again, what he ended up establishing is telling his roommate, hey, I'm going to have a game night. You know, on Tuesdays, we're going to play games. But beyond that, man, I got a rhythm I got to flow into that I'm not going to be distracted. When you create rhythms out of the focuses that you're called to, you'll see momentum come into your life. Focus, rhythm, momentum. You won't have momentum without the rhythm. You won't have rhythm without the focus. 
So lastly, let's talk about momentum, right? Things that are moving, man, it's, it's, it's ramping up. Back to Matthew chapter 25. This is powerful. And this is something that's so key. And the Lord has shown this to me and highlighted this to me. I, I'm actually going to just turn here real quick because it's something so powerful. <clears throat> In Matthew, again, chapter 25, verse 23. Um, actually, I'm going to come back some. Uh, let's start in verse 19. It says, After a long time, their master returned from his trip and called them to give an account of how they had used his money. The servant to whom he had entrusted the five bags of silver came forward with five more bags and said, Master, you gave me five bags of silver to invest, and I have earned five more. He says, This uh, uh, master was full of praise. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount, so now I'll give you many responsibilities that celebrate together. Verse 22, the servant who uh, had received the two bags of silver came forward and said, Master, you gave me two bags of silver to invest, and I have invested, uh, earned two more. The master said, check this out. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount, so now I will give you many more responsibilities to celebrate together. What's the cool or wow moment behind that? Don't neglect your momentum. What do I mean by that? You can look at momentums of others. So-and-so is doing so much more than me, right? When you compare and start looking at others, you fall in one or two ditches of pride. You either fall in pride of arrogance, meaning, oh, they're not doing a lot. You know, they don't have a lot of momentum, right? That's arrogance. Or you fall in the other uh, pride stick of insecurity. Oh my gosh, they're doing so much more than me. But what I love about this, the person with two bags, and this is the guy that really stands out to me, he gave the, you know, the Lord back his return, and it was a lot smaller than the return of the person who gave five, or who was received five. See, and it relates to me because that's how I feel. I feel like a two-talent guy. <laughs> I don't feel like I have a lot. But what, what, what I'm faithful with is what the Lord is looking for. And what the Lord said, he said the exact same thing to the person that gave five that he did to the person that gave back two. What am I saying? Is that when you get to a place where, man, I don't care what everyone else is called to, and not in a bad way, not in a, not in a mean way, not in a, a celebratory way, but in a way of like, man, I'm focused on what the Lord has given me at hand, right? He's given me this task. He's said, Josue, this is your focus and this is your priority. When I focus on that, I don't have to look and say, man, Lord, why'd you give Eddie five bags and you only gave me two bags? No, 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 no. I got two bags, so I'm going to be faithful. That's my priority. I'm going to create a rhythm out of that. And the momentum I see with those two bags, it's going to increase me to four. Here's the cool part. At the beginning of this whole chapter, it said that G, or the, the, the leader, the investor, he gave according to each person's capacity. You begin getting momentum when you build your rhythms out of your focuses, right? But what I mean by gaining momentum, you begin to grow more. The point I'm trying to get at, the person with five bags, they never, I don't think they start out with a, a five, being a five bag or a five talent person. I believe every single person started off with a one talent then grow to two, then grow to four, then continue to increase.
So what am I saying? Yes, the grass may be greener on the other side, but if you would focus on tending to your own grass, when you will be focused and create rhythms, you'll see momentum in your own life. Last thing I'll leave with this is, you know, I was just kind of deciding, like, man, what, what, because there's so many stories that have come from focus, rhythm, momentum. What could I do? I'll just uh, give an, an incident of where at work I got in trouble big time, and rightfully so. I was being uh, uh, not a smart man, <laughs> being dumb. Um, and with that, it almost cost me my job, you know, and there were things that were spoken against me really sharply and hard and right. And again, rightfully so at that time, you know, looking at everyone else, I'm like, man, I am ashamed or I am, this sucks. You know, doors won't really open to me. Uh, trust wasn't really there. And so I had to look like, man, what do I do with this? And I didn't know this teaching prior before. I didn't, haven't heard about focus, rhythm, momentum. But what was interesting enough is that is a pattern that I end up following, right? What was the focus? What did God call me to? God called me to work at this job. That was my focus. What was my rhythm? Man, I started creating boundaries of I'm not going to stay out so late. You know, I gotta, I'm going to show up to work on time. Started creating rhythms of I'm going to read more. You know, I'm going to grow in my leadership. I'm going to grow in my knowledge. Right. I start creating rhythms of, man, I'm leaning into you, God, a lot more. Right. Because I need you. And man, this is so cool. It's so cool. Where I was rightfully so marked as a person to not be trusted. In due time, I came back to find momentum where there was a lot more trust given to me. So I just want to encourage you again this year, ask the Lord, what are my priorities? And I would tell you, you know, um, for Ella and I, we have five, right? We, we only, we stick to five. And I only said five because I mean, I, anything more than that's probably, they're, they're not priorities. So what are your top five priorities out of that? What are the rhythms, the habits that you can create out of it? And with that, like I said, you you'll start seeing momentum come from that, but it all comes from focus, rhythm, momentum. Last thing I'll say, sorry, cause I didn't even touch on this and thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm, I'm a pastor's kid, okay? You know, la, you know. When, anytime you ever hear a pastor say last thing or this is the last thing, that means he has three more points, okay? But I'll be kind to y'all. I got one more, all right? Where's the grace side? I heard someone say, where's the grace side come in, right? You talked about my rhythm, but where, did, where does his grace come in? Listen, God's grace empowers you to do these things. God's grace all, also creates opportunity. Let's go back to Joseph, right? God's grace gave him the opportunity to come before the king, right? That's grace. But faith, what is faith? Faith without works is dead. Faith without, remind, you know, the rhythm, right? The rhythm. Joseph not only had a, an interpretation, but he had the empowerment to do what he interpreted. He interpreted Pharaoh's dream of this famine, but he had the excellence. He had the work ethic behind to back up what he was saying. So my rhythm, his grace, man, his grace, he's going to direct me. He's going to empower me. He's going to create opportunities for me. And my faith in his grace is going to lean into the rhythm where I can create momentum. Man, it is so powerful.
So what I'm going to do right now, I'm just going to pray over you in this time and in this challenge. Um, I like giving three-minute challenges, okay? So here's the three-minute challenge for you right now. It's, uh, it's called a three-minute challenge because you got to do it right after this episode, all right? Don't do anything else. Don't go listen to the next podcast. Don't go, you know, on iTunes and start listening to music. Don't unplug. Don't. Just three minutes. I just want you just to quiet yourself down and say, God, what are my priorities? And just begin to write them down. Write them down. And I believe that he'll show you the rhythms you can make. So, Father, right now we just give thanks. I thank you for the love that you have for everyone listening. Um, I pray sweet grace over them, Father. I thank you that you have made them impactful. I thank you have, that you have made them uh, equipped, that they are go-getters. And I just thank you, Lord, that in this time of quietness, that they're going to hear your voice saying, this is the way, walk ye in it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you guys for tuning in. Peace. Amen, amen, amen. That was fire. Thank you so much, Josue, for continuing our series on My Rhythm, His Grace. Hey, if this message blessed you and encouraged you, please share with somebody else. Also, Josue has a podcast himself, the Josue Ibarra Podcast. Details will be down below in the description. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to today's episode, and we will catch you on the next one. Have a great day. Thank you.